Welcome to Operation Dadcast. I'm your host, Joe. And here with me is my dad, Dan. Hi, Dan. Hello. <laughs> Hello, fellow listeners. Hello, fellow listeners. This is going to be great. Podcast is really just um, an in-depth kind of raw conversation about what it's like to be a dad, to be a parent, share stories, get parental advice, see where it leads. I kind of just wanted to share what I've gone through as a dad so far, in the sense that it's been a journey, <laughs> to say the least. Um, it's been in, you know, intriguing, and at the same time, you know, what in the world am I doing? So. <laughs> father of two boys. My wife Abby and I have been married for almost six years. We had our first son about a year after our marriage and we had our second son this past August. My firstborn is named after my old man. His first name is Daniel, so Micah Daniel. Um, and he's my two-year-old. Um, my second son is named after my first name, Joseph, so Arlen Joseph. He's just over nine weeks. And you know, it's, it's crazy to me the impact a father has on their sons. So, so dad, you had one on me and it's my son's name, and I hope to have an impact on uh, little AJ, unless he uh, changes his name, then that would be sad and awkward. Anyway, Dad, thanks for being here and with every episode. I'd like to start with a dad joke. So, here we go. Are you ready? I am ready. What do you call someone who refuses to fart in public? A private tutor. Yeah? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was good, right? That was good. All right, man. So yeah, uh, honored, honored that you would ask me and to be the first yeah, dude. on the cast. That's that's pretty cool. The operation of Das Cast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. Uh, looking forward to future episodes. Um. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. This is definitely the first time I've done this, and you know it'll be. See where all it goes. See where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know this episode's called Dad Being Dad. So. Dad. You've told me that on multiple occasions. I have. You know, Dad being dad, you know, I mean, I'm like, what the heck does that mean? And for the first time, I realized it when I, you know, I was like, man, I really sound like my dad right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, you know, first yeah. time holding Micah in my hands at the hospital, I'm like, holy cow, this is real. This is, you know, I started bawling like a baby. And, it hits you. But that first reaction to have that first child is like nothing. Scary. Scary. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um. I held Micah, and he had, you know, a little jaundice. Mm -hmm. um, came out looking yellow. Yeah. Like, this is an ugly color for a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just held him, and, you know, Abby and Mom had left the hospital room, and um, I was, you know, holding him. I was just bawling. I was like, dude, this is insane. Like, this is, what did I just do? <laughs> yeah. You know, what's going to happen in the next year or two? And then here he is, two and a half years old, and he's, like, the best thing ever. It's crazy to see what he's he's become like, and Arlen even looks exactly like me. He really does. A little butt chin is. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your time, first time being a dad. What that was like, and how that became apparent, as you became a parent. Yeah. Um, I was young. I was uh, fresh out of high school, uh, barely one year of college in, and um, our oldest came along, and. All that you just said, I experienced. I would have been 19 years old, uh, scared, thinking career, thinking responsibility, thinking how do I possibly care for this tiny human. 
you know, 19 you're probably spinning you know, oh my around yeah. around and thinking you know exactly what you're thinking what, what's going on yeah so i uh you know, well, jumped you into the military. Like my window. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so just trying to figure it out how, how to parent, how to parent a little human. Um, as you know, they don't come with a manual uh, or instructions. Um, they do come with billing, though. That course. Oh, that they. Do. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a like a going from a one star restaurant to a four star. Oh restaurant. man, yeah, they. Yeah, they are expensive. The. Uh, we never did the breastfeeding. We always did um, formula. For I'm sure at that time it was regularly available. Oh, it was yeah. crazy expensive. Oh. And diapers and clothing and just well, all expenses you know about. It would have been several years later when our daughter came along. Well, we're in between that and from having Nick to having Megan. Correct. Um, were you on base, staying on base somewhere while you were in the military, or were you just kind of you know, staying here in Indiana? Or what no, we. Uh, my military career took me out to Clovis, New Mexico, mm-hmm. um, Cannon Air Force Base. Um, and so at what point, what age did you move with Nick? Oh boy, I would have been 20. Mm-hmm. So he was, yeah, he's not quite two. And I turned 21 in tech school, separated from um, my wife at the time, and Nick. I remember getting a picture in tech school where they had put Nick in a dryer, and he was, you know, they could obviously turn on, but he was sitting in in a spin cycle. Inside the dryer, and big smiles, (laughs) and I thought, what in the world is going on with my son? And I'm not there, and the separation, that was very, very tough. I bet, yeah. Um, but after, after tech school, once I got stationed at Ken, um, they were able to join me. So we made the big move, the big road trip out there, and uh, primarily lived off campus, off off the base. And yeah, I don't know how far down that rabbit no, hole you want to go. So I just wanted to know that little time gap there. And then yeah. what made you decide to move back to Indiana? Um, were you just done with the tech school part of that and you decided to get out of the military and come back? Or was that just a phase where you said, you know what, I'm tired of being here. I want to go back home. Yeah, um, my wife at the time um, had left and brought Nick back here to Indiana and um, was remarried and moving on. And um, so I thought, well, I'll give this military thing a a shot. And... um, Auditioned for the Air Force Band twice. And I forgot to mention old Pops here, the piano player. That's right. Tickles the ivories. That's right. <laughs> and I, uh, um, they forgot I was coming, which the auditions were back here in Indiana, so I got to see my family and, of course, Nick, my son. And um, this is I, maybe a total two-year period. Okay. And four years inactive, you didn't get called? Nope. Oh, I did. Actually, yeah. Gulf War happened, mm-hmm. and I got... Call back up. I had to go down to Grissom Air Force Base and say, I'm alive, I'm here, and uh, never deployed. But, yeah, but while you were in, you, you painted planes, right? Down yep. in New Mexico? Painted F 111 aircraft. That's pretty cool. Huh? Yeah, it was. That was Did a lot of fun. Paint a picture of your baby on there secretly? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Uh, might be some initials out there. But, yeah, no, nothing too crazy. Yeah. So then you, you moved back to Indiana. Yep. And then you had Megan after you met our, our mom. 
Yep. Michelle. Um, Michelle, yeah. Um, ironically, her parents lived right around the corner from my parents. And I had Nicholas at the time and was visiting with his grandparents, my parents, and uh, went for a walk or was out for a walk. Anyway, she came by and we went for a walk together and she got to meet Nick. And Hang on, hang on. How'd you introduce yourself? I need to hear this. You're like, yo, what's up? You know, so, wait, when she came walking by? Uh, did, you, did you whistle at her? Did you well, give her a crisp high five? In my parents' house. I, you were looking through your parents' house? Well, they had this big Dude, huge that's, window, that's creepy. which you can't this see. This is creepy. Yeah, and this she is, she was... Um, Dad, who's she, that? Yeah, she came she came walking by. I knew who she was. Um, from? From band, actually. Um, her and her ex-husband, uh, we used to be in a band together. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so okay. I didn't realize she, her parents lived literally right around the corner from And they did I, for a while, too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, this is years. Yeah, so. And so... Uh, Okay. I went out to say hi, and and she said, "Well, let's go for a walk." And I said, "Well, I have my son, and we'll bring him with you." So we did. So she was pretty welcoming to that. Oh there yeah, time. her and Nick just instantly hit it off, and she fell in love with him. That's awesome. Yeah. So from from going to being a parent of little Nick and having him, and mm-hmm. now you're a single dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, did your mindset kind of? Freak out even more? Were you kind of just vibing with what you had, you know, just doing the normal routine as if the ex wasn't there? My my time with Nick was limited uh, because of visitation. Yeah. So what ended up being um, for me, I, uh, you know, I've never directly asked Nick this, but it was just you know, party. You know, like we get to play and go do things and go eat. Having and, a boy son. You know, yeah, I mean, like, it was especially as he aged and. Became more and more independent. Did you get him into music as well, or is he just was that on his own? Yeah, I picked up guitar one day. And, um, what as a three-year-old? Like, <laughs> no, I think he. I don't remember how old he was when he started. How old was he when he met mom? Boy, he probably would have been five, maybe. Okay. Six. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure she would correct me, but that's my recollection. Is he? Was, he was pretty young. Yeah, okay. So he was pretty young. Yeah. Um, Where am I going? And yeah, I mean, I mean. In hindsight, just abundance of errors with Nick. Well, I think that's the process um, of becoming, you know, a, a real parent, a real father figure. Is you have to make mistakes to get to that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot. Um, I wasn't really um, an authoritative figure. I don't think in his life. Um, I was respectful and, and just he was just a great boy. And also at that time, I didn't have Christ in my life. I do um, when you guys came along. So. Yeah. And that's a big difference. That's, Did um, you have that when Megan came? Yes, although um, we even at that point we weren't as active when she was little, little. Okay. Were you more active when your mom and dad were? Did you go with them or were they? Oh, yeah. Up? I was raised Methodist. Um, grandma, I, grandma pushing that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Always church every week and sometimes Sunday evenings. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sunday school yeah. class and. The whole, the yeah. Whole yeah. Um, so what? What Nick was with you for how long per week? Um, I got him every other weekend. Every other weekend. Okay. And so there two, was occasions throughout the week where where I could have him. four days out of the month, five days. Yeah, yeah, five six days, okay. probably a month. As he aged, and as our family grew, he 
he made the decision to come live with us you know, after all the fun legal stuff and court stuff. Yeah. Uh, we, we got to have him come stay with us um, as he went through high school and whatnot and a big part of our family. And, yeah. and he and Megan were, what, six years apart? Seven? Four. Seven? Let's see. She's 92. And yeah, he's 85. He's six. Yeah, so okay. seven years. Okay. And then Megan and I are four years. Yes. Yeah. So I was in 96. You were in 96. Yeah. And so at that point, so you have Megan, she's a four-year-old. We did decide we wanted to continue to grow the family mm-hmm. and um, didn't take long. Long you came. <laughs> experience. But all those feelings you talked about earlier are the same thing. You just, for each of my children, it was just, it's just overwhelming when you first hold them. How did that perception change of, you know, now you're in a, a steady marriage. Are you thinking, okay, this is the right track now. This is where we're going. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to grow this family eventually. And that perception, that perspective kind of changed, obviously, from Nick to Megan. Oh, yeah. And then to me and then to Alex eventually. Mm-hmm. So you're going from 19 of, uh, <laughs> you know, where, where is this, where is this road heading? Not knowing what to do really. Yeah. And then you have you know, your three consecutive kids. And yep. And I I had a um, I had a financially secure career going. It was incredibly stressful. And you were at Gray Bar at that I was time. At Gray Bar. Yeah. A lot of hours. Um, I was also gigging a lot. So. Did we go with you? Uh, sometimes Megan more because she was older, especially you know like a wedding reception or a barn gig or something like that. Megan Megan would go. Um, there's a there's a rumor going around there that she pushed me in a stroller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. giant, yeah. hard, thick plastic baby buggy thing. She somehow get you up out of your crib. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. we have ever quite figured that part out. Um, I don't know if I want to find out. That's a let's keep that. She put you in this giant, well, not giant is like Yato. Um, and what is, see, what is Yatal? Yeah, this is not video recorded. So what is Yatal? Right, Yatal would be three feet. G- no, two, two, two and a half feet. Okay. Um, and she'd wrap you in blankets, cushion you, and bottle, and you two watch Saturday morning cartoons together. Two and a half feet is crazy to think about. Real quick, we just measured Arlen this morning, baby appointment. He's twenty-four and a half inches long. Two feet. <laughs> two feet. Right. That's crazy. So a little bit bigger than, so than he's, he's crib size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think our family would have kept going. Um, Alex came along, and uh, another boy. Well, and Alex was a tough one, right? When he first he, came out, um, he physically for mom was, was was very difficult. Was he a big baby, or he just premature? Premature. Um, he decided to come early. Um, What's going through your head at that point? That was horrible, terrifying. Mm-hmm. We he had to stay in the hospital because he Two was, weeks, was it, so young. I think he was getting mom and drink. I want to say five, six weeks early. He's pretty tiny. And he had to stay. So mom and I left to go get something to eat, if I remember right. When we came back, they had him in this clear plastic round container. They had an IV in his head, in his soft spot, mm-hmm. which we didn't know. Did thing. Yeah. We thought something had happened. Yeah freaked out and the nurse came in she said no that's normal we can't get fluids in through the wrist because they're so small mm-hmm. so we have to go through their soft spot and 
Yeah, it just totally freaked us out. But anyway, on mom's end, um, we about lost her. Once we finally got Alex home, she collapsed in our brand new home, our brand new farmhouse. This is new to me, yeah. Yeah, she collapsed um, in the middle of the night. And uh, it just happened that our neighbors across the street, out in Markle, um, he was a volunteer fireman and always has his scanner on. And like heard Carol, my 911 yeah. call. And I, I'm crying, I'm freaking out, I don't know what to do with her. She, you guys were kind of upstairs sleeping. And I thought I was having a breakdown when Micah was in his little, oh. <laughs> his little light blanket. Oh, it's terrifying. You just feel so helpless. But anyway, um, they had heard my 911 call. We had not met them yet. We, we'd been there maybe a week. It was probably the moving in oh, where worked. mom helped a lot, and she pressured them because mm-hmm. it was so hard delivering Alex. We're freaking out, waiting on the ambulance. There's a knock on our door, dark of night. Um, I can hardly see I was out there. I answered it, and... She said, my name's Carol. I'm your next door neighbor. My husband's a volunteer fireman. We heard your 911 call. I'm here to help. So God bless her. She she ended up staying there with you kids while I took with mom and the ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. So doctor at that point basically said no more children. How old was mom at the time? That's a great question. She would have been. Wow. That's math. Let's see here. Alex is 22. Three. Right? Alex is I believe he's 24 now. Pops. He's 24. So yeah. we don't need to say mom's age out loud. I will can, not. I'm yes, doing it. That's, I'm going to say. What's, uh, I'm going to say she was maybe thirty. Okay. Or not quite thirty. So. Yeah, my mom delivered my brother at forty, yeah. which was. And she was in the hospital a long time. It, it, they, she was probably just yeah too old to. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So Alice was kind of the end of our family growth. And you have Alex who's going through this weird phase, and you're like going through all these emotions of. <sighs> yeah. So I went, when I had Mike, I told you that I had that, that uh, little light blanket, the weirdest thing ever. And I'm sitting there holding my mom and Abby out, and I'm like crying because he's in this little light blanket, and you're going through this, you're like, <laughs> see your son in a box? <laughs> like, he's in a glass case right now. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that, what would that going through in your head. And yeah, I don't know if it was the glass case or the thing in his head that freaked mm-hmm. me out more. But so you have four kids. Four children. Three boys and a daughter. Three boys and So your mindset from going from the age of 19 of young dad to now having Alex at what, 30? 32. Excuse me, 32, sorry. 31. Let's go 31. Okay. I was 31. Sure, or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm a mom, not quite 30. Yeah. Yeah. What has your, your dad's style been to having all four of us? Busy? Was it? Hard oh, to yeah. keep track. Was it? Are you still gigging at this point? Oh yeah, starting to get involved in the church. Looking back over dad career, <laughs> that that was probably the biggest. It was actually mom that that, that pushed. We we really need to get our children in church. There's just so much good things that are brought into the life of the child and love and examples and you know stretching you individually, stretching yourself. So when um, did you stop gigging? Starting to play at the church more? Yeah, I. As you guys grew and our life got busier and busier and busier, I didn't want to miss any more of your events as you started to get involved in sports and then band, and I just didn't want to miss any more of that. So I kind of backed out all, all the bands I was in. And what was your band name? Not my kids. Not my kids, but now you have four kids, so it's, they are your kids. They are my kids, so. That's weird. I, I got a dad up. Yeah, you claim did. Them. Yeah, put that cape on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your dad being dad personality 
has kicked in, I think, after we've had our cranky. <laughs> you know, you're just yeah. silly, silly, uh, self. So having two boys, I can run into a door and act like I, you know, get hit. Yeah. <laughs> when you were entertaining your kids, you know, us, yeah. what did you, what did you do? Or what uh, you, physical you pain's always a good physical one. Physical pain's is too easy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. And actually, yeah, real quick, I had a water bottle <laughs> oh, next no. to me on my leg, okay? Yeah. You know when you squeeze it, it makes that crunching sound? Oh, yeah. So I was standing on the floor with Micah the other day, and I had this water bottle, and he like moved my leg, and I crunched the water bottle, and he started bawling. Oh, he died. Yeah. So he was crying. He goes, "Dad, are you okay?" Oh, like, buddy, I'm fine. It's just a water bottle. And then five minutes later, I run to the door and then actually stub my toe, oh. like physical pain in my toe, and he's cracking up. <laughs> Dude, you're a jerk. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. As the children age, you're what you realize. You can get away with and oh it's changed yeah. it does it, uh-huh. it it changes where even when they're screaming and crying if you do something stupid enough so it, it breaks the moment for them and they so yeah which i'm sure you experienced well i mean with with michael when he turned one from till now we can say hey dude if you do this you can have this yeah he he caught on yeah he's caught on going from 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 that to trying to be more serious with your kids mm. you know that that again that dad being dad you can't be dad being silly you have to be dad being semi-serious and more authoritative as you said early on you weren't really Mm-mm. not at all you know, yeah. more kids now you had to kind of pick that up a little and going from dad being silly you know having fun to dad being all right let's get our stuff in line here and try to mold these kids into something a little more yeah, and they, they will constantly try and figure out where the line is. They recognize pretty quickly that the line with mom may not be where the line with dad is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, you and mom need to be united in where that line is on a variety of issues. But um, I don't think Abby and I have that line yet. Yeah, it takes a while <laughs> to develop the, where that, exactly that line is. Yeah. And again, as they age, that that varies just as they develop they're constantly figuring out what their boundaries are and how you know he, he's in that too where everything's possessive and it belongs to him and mm-hmm. and even even in playtime where you're trying to you know engage with him and, and maybe help him think a little bit differently and creative he may he may become possessed of whatever you're playing with whether it be ball or cars or mm-hmm. puzzle whatever and at that age you know all he really wants is just your presence he just wants you there. I think that's hard these days. It is, it is. But that, I mean, as he as he ages, you might be reading him a story, and you know he's engaging, and it may only last for a minute, two minutes. But man, those those oh, little moments. nuggets. I think that's you know, moments that make you feel, you know, holy cow, I'm a dad. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. When Micah saw that, I actually got hurt. He laughed. Yeah. And when I faked the hurt. He was actually concerned, and it's like, oh, you actually care about me. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys are their world for a long time. Yeah, I mean, until they turn 26. Until they turn 26. <laughs> and they figure it out. They, yeah. they, they have kids. Yeah. Them, yeah. Um, are you playing the same way with Micah that you played with us? Yeah, yeah. And as our relationship, our being me and Micah, as it grows, he gets to know me. He, he opens up more. So, um. Like he'll want to wrestle or chase me or mm-hmm. you know he yeah. or you know as as he's getting to know me like who is this guy you're not my dad and I'm like oh this is scary and yeah. I'm just gonna sit over here and play my cars and yeah so 
there's there's times when I'll come home from work and like dude I just Please just go play with your monster truck by yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm just want to. I just want to sit down. I mean, especially because I'll try to work out after work. Mm-hmm. It's like um, gym session, and and when, even when it doesn't work out, I leave at four thirty, come home, or go straight to daycare, pick the kids up, and come home. I'm gonna have to play with. Them. Yeah. I'm gonna have to be present more than I've ever been the past two and a half years, just yeah. because it's gonna be. Dad, come sit with me. Dad, come sit with me. Okay, buddy. Well, I gotta bring little AJ too. I mean. Yeah. He's starting to roll over now. He's starting to want that attention. Yeah, and it's 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 hard, I think. And you know, you entertaining Nick when you were nineteen to twenty one, twenty two, to entertaining you know, Alex and I, or me and Megan, or whatever the case is. You know, it's it's different, and it's not easy because you have to do one thing on your own, and then you have a partner to do it with. Yeah. Right. And as your children grow, your life gets busier and busier and busier and busier, but they are also able to help. You know, by the time AJ's two, my kid's going to be four. And he, he better help. You know, if, if AJ wants a fruit snack, Micah, by that age, would be able to go get it and help. Oh, it'd be much easier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it does Things get better out. that way, but you, you, your life does magically get even busier. Do you, dad being dad. Dad being You said dad. that a lot in the past two years. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because you've noticed I've done certain things? You're like, oh, I could have seen myself doing that. Or is that just... <laughs> As I think about that... Dad being dad. What is a dad? I mean, Mo- what? Most often when I preface whatever I'm going to say with dad, you know, this dad being dad, is I'm trying to disperse a tiny bit of wisdom or hard knock experience that I've gone through to help you guys think through whatever oh, so it is that's, you're facing. that's kind of your way of saying... Just dad being dad. Just dad like, being that's, dad. That's not but the way I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or whatever. You know, like, yeah. I, uh, I've noticed a little bit. Or when I say something stupid, Alex really likes that. Dad being dad. Yeah. And I think that's going to be kind of this Operation Dadcast. And what is it to be a dad? Mm-hmm. Share those stories. Um, provide maybe a little bit of parent advice, but along the way, you know, it's, a, it's a journey. And you want to kind of feel out what that journey is. Mm-hmm. And, I got the idea because I wanted to share stories. I wanted to, you know, that stupid water bottle made my son cry. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, and I'll, I'll, do, I'll do silly things here and there. Like sometimes I'll fake trip or I'll, uh, I even do it at work in the office. I'll yeah. tell, you know, it's 8 a.m. on a Monday and I tell a dad joke and everyone's just like, uh, uh, yeah. Joe, <laughs> get out of here. You know, I'm sure all dads have that little, I mean, it's becoming, I want to say, a quote, a thing. Yeah. Now, where dads tell dad jokes. So to you, what is a dad? We'll finish with that. What is a dad to you? Dads are one of the highest honors, joys, and responsibilities we get to experience as a blessing in this in this life, in this world. I've had the honor and responsibility to be dad to four awesome people. <laughs> and and you get the honor of being dad to this little human named Micah Daniel and Arlen Joseph. And who you are reflects so much into them. And they become your example. And that's that's heavy, but that's, you know, that's, that's an awesome responsibility, but it's also an honor. You get to be the guy. You get to be the dad. What about being a granddad? Oh, that. that see, I know, that's just the best of both worlds. Because then you can... Just, You're technically two dads. Just love on them and enjoy them and 
experienced them, and it, it's pretty awesome. You never think you're old enough either to be a dad or a grandparent. It's awesome, but it's also awesome. It's the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever gone through. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, well, I appreciate you sharing, sitting here with me. And Thanks for having me. It's yeah, an honor to be the first one. It's an honor to be your dad. It just passes down. And passes it does. Down. And then there'll just... be a time when Mike is like, ah, dad being dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> go sit over there. Yeah, go to practice or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. This concludes the first episode of Operation Dadcast titled Dad Being Dad. Uh, quick shout out to Tyler Kuntz for the amazing outro that I will be using for the weekly podcast. Go follow and explore his talent on Instagram at tylerdavid.music. And if you'd like to hear more from my journey through my young fatherhood, please like, follow, and share. You can find me on Instagram as well at Operation Dadcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the second episode titled Dad Dude.